When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. WRKS Pickens Jackson. All systems go. Live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. This is now our Live in the studio. It's the Out of Bounds Show with Low Bounds. Streaming live worldwide on the Out of Bounds Radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. All set. Let's go. The Zone. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, live in the Bank Plus studio and streaming worldwide on the Out of Bounds radio app. It's a football Friday. Can you smell it, folks? SEC Media Days wrapped up yesterday. We are just, just over a month away from the start of college football season, and I couldn't be happier. I know you feel the same way on a gorgeous football Friday. This is the Out of Bounds Show. Blake Scott filling in. Four Bow Bounds out on assignment in Atlanta. Been following the content at Bow Bounds on Twitter, Bow underscore Bounds on the Instagrams, and of course you can search the Out of Bounds Show on Facebook. Bow live on location in Atlanta. He'll be joining us later in the show today on the Farm Bureau Insurance Caller Line. That's right, the Farm Bureau Insurance Caller Line. When you want to be a part of the show, six zero one seven zero seven three seven five zero is the call line powered by Farm Bureau Insurance. And the Out of Bounds Show, of course, live in the Bank Plus studio, is powered by MSSmarthomes.com. That's right, Mississippi Smart Homes. Jake Manning and the crew will take care of you. Home automation, what does that mean? Well, it means everything from security systems to your thermostat being controlled by your phone to, of course, automated lighting in and around your house and probably the piece de resistance as we near football season it's the home theater system they can take care of you get rid of all those bugs those pesky wires that seem to always get crossed when you buy it from the box store no jake manning and the crew at mssmarthomes.com that's mississippi smart homes mssmarthomes.com they'll take care of you tell them i sent you it is a football friday and jimbo fisher played the politician yesterday at sec media days did you catch that Jimbo Fisher with a little bit of that crab walk we're so used to out of Florida State. He backed himself up, backed himself up at SEC Media Days, dropped some interesting audio that he and Saban are like brothers. What? Like brothers. That's not what I heard just a month or two ago from Jimbo Fisher in that press conference that he started with. It's unfortunate we have to be here. Jimbo Fisher backing things up at SEC Media Days. He and Saban are back better than ever. Friends till the bitter end. We'll see how that plays out come fall and football season. But we'll hear from Jimbo Fisher, a little bit of Nick Saban audio as well, as he commented on the ongoing feud, if you will, or maybe lack of ongoing feud, if you were to believe the two head coaches Interesting, interesting stuff coming out of Atlanta. The college football 
Hall of Fame, Chick-fil-A College Football Hall of Fame, over there in Atlanta. It was a great week for SEC Media Days. I think it showed you how much better it is in Atlanta. I think it was a lot better lot better spot for people to go to. And so you had you had some good crowds. You had, well, not great audio, but uh, some good stuff. You had some good, th- I mean, look, Lane Kiffin dropping his uh, NIL thoughts. We may hear a little bit of that later today as well. And Nick Saban, I think to me, the, one of the most interesting things coming out of SEC Media Days, Nick Saban drops that the Alabama Crimson Tide football team made $3 million, $3 million in NIL deals last year. Now, whether that's true or not, I don't know. I don't know. But Nick Saban claiming that, uh, well, their players get paid. It's really despicable. Yeah, that's right, Jimbo. It is despicable. I don't know where your attitude went. You went from being mad at Nick Saban to being glad to be buddies with him. Said brothers fight more than anybody, don't they? Called himself a brother. That's interesting. That is interesting. It is a college football Friday here in the out of bounds show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. If you want to be a part of the show, well, here's how you get in. In it to win it. Charlie Boy won yesterday. He got an out of bounds prize pack. This is how you get in to win an out of bounds prize pack or any of the other amazing, amazing gifts and swag from all of our family of sponsors. This is how you get in to win. The Ag Up Equipment Text Line. That's right. 601 885 Seven six the Ag Up Equipment Text Line, John Deere Tractor AgUp.com for a retail location nearest you. It was Mississippi Ag. They are now Ag Up Equipment. Ag Up Equipment. You can go check them out today. AgUp.com. The Ag Up Equipment Text Line 601-885-3776. Want to talk about another big SEC football topic. We know that Nick Saban gets paid. We know that Jimbo Fisher gets paid. Heck, in our state alone, in our state alone, what Mike Leach and Lane Kiffin get paid is night and day to the majority of not just other football coaches, but Americans in general. Getting paid. Getting paid to play. Well, somebody else is getting paid. Kirby Smart. That's right. Did you catch this yesterday? Kirby Smart, after his national championship, remember he was on the doorstep just four years ago, lost to Tua Tungavaloa in a walk-off. Kirby Smart is getting paid after that national title at Georgia. 10-year, $112 million contract. South Kia Snails, not players. Oh, boy. Kirby Smart getting paid. Highest paid coach at a public university that is reigning, defending, undisputed national champion, Kirby Smart. Georgia commits $112 million over 10 years. It'll average out to anywhere between 10.25 and 12.25 million in base salary per year for Kirby Smart. Per year, 10.25 million to 12.25 million. 
for Kirby Smart. Incredible. Dogs win a national title, and they double down on their commitment. Remember, we told you Texas Tech, excuse me, Texas Tech and their boosters came together just a week or two ago and announced a $200 million injection into the athletic program, but specifically Texas Tech football. $200 million for the Texas Tech Red Raiders, right? That's what we talked about. Well, Georgia says, hold my beer. Hold my beer. They're going to give Kirby Smart $112 million over a 10-year extension. And they also committed $80 million to a brand new facility. They just finished all these renovations. It cost them $80 million. Now they're dropping $112.5 million over a 10-year stretch for Kirby Smart. And let's be very clear, folks. That contract will not end the way it started. And what I mean by that is not that Kirby Smart will get fired. He will get paid more. Odds are he does not finish that 10-year contract at $112 million. Most likely, especially given what you see as the writing on the wall with the talent that Georgia is accumulating... And what they've been able to do the last four seasons, five seasons, under Kirby Smart, what they're putting together, and the fact that, honestly, their offense can't get worse, which means if it gets better at all, they are taking another step forward. Kirby's going to win another title. He's not going home with $112 This is just the beginning. Kirby might be our first $200 guy. Georgia's not afraid to throw that kind of cash around. It's them dogs, baby. First title since 1980? Come on now. Georgia ain't playing. You better step up. Mississippi State Ole Miss, we can only give four-year contracts in the state of Mississippi. Kirby Smart gets a 10-year, $112.5 million contract to coach them dogs. Better bring home another natty. This is the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Big board coming up next, powered by MSSmarthomes.com. MSSmarthomes.com. Go check them out. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it. After a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to. And I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day. And that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. 
Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. What's on the big board? Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. The big board, powered by Bulldog Burger. That's right, Bulldog Burger in Startville, Ridgeland, and Tupelo. Get a fantastic burger. Try the chicken sandwich on my recommendation, of course. And you got to go with the onion rings and the comeback sauce. Everything, everything, everything. High class at Bulldog Burger. Go check them out, Ridgeland on Lake Harbor Drive or Startville or Tupelo. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. This is the Out of Bounds Show. Blake Scott filling in for Bo Bounds. The man, the myth, the legend himself live on location in Atlanta. He'll be joining the show shortly. He'll be joining the show shortly. So stay tuned as we rock and roll on a college football Friday. The Ag Up Equipment text line. Everybody's got an opinion. We want to hear yours. 601-707- 3750, the Ag Up Equipment text line. John Deere Tracker, agup.com. War Eagle Rich weighing in. He's not he's not high on Brian Harson. Okay. For those of you who are aware, stay with me. For those of you who are not aware, let me give you just a, a smidgen of background, okay? Gus Malzahn was relieved of his duties prior to last season. Auburn decided to go hire Boise State head coach Brian Harson. Now, Brian Harson's had a lot of success outside the SEC footprint, but he brought his entire staff almost with him. Nearly brought an, an entire staff with him. That's, that's not a good sign moving from G5 to P5 typically. Then, in a season in which the Auburn Tigers blew... A handful of leads at home. They lost to a not good South Carolina team and a decent a decent Mississippi State team. They gave up 40 straight points at home to Mississippi State. They were up 28 to 3. The offense stopped scoring for Auburn. In a season in which Derek Mason as defensive coordinator, despite that game in which they gave up 40 straight points. Partly, in fact, due to his offense's inability to ever move the football after the second quarter. Derek Mason was the bright spot of that coaching staff last year. Brian Harson let him go. Brian Harson blew a lead to Alabama with mere seconds on the clock that could potentially have bought him another year. And now here we sit heading into 2022, and Brian Harson may not coach against Alabama this year if things go south for the Auburn Tigers. It's not a good schedule for Auburn. They obviously pull Georgia. We know that. They pull Georgia every year. That's the South's oldest standing rivalry. But they also pull Penn State at home in a non-conference game early in week three against Penn State at home. 
They go at Georgia, at Ole Miss. Both of those feel like losses. They pull Arkansas at home, at Mississippi State, A&M at home, and at Alabama. Their second East team is Missouri. There's a stretch right there where LSU at home on October 1st, Georgia on the road October 8th, Ole Miss on the road October 15th, then they have a bye week and they go Arkansas at home, at Mississippi State, A&M at home. That is six really tough games they could go two and four in. Brian Harson and the Auburn Tigers could go two and four in that midweek stretch from the beginning of October to about week two of November. If they go two and four in that stretch, Brian Harson will not coach the Iron Bowl. Let me be very clear. I don't know that they'll beat Penn State. Not sure about that one. I got to look into Penn State a little bit more, but I. I tend to believe that that's going to be a tough ball game for Brian Harson and his crew against James Franklin in Penn State. But then you get LSU, Georgia on the road, Ole Miss on the road, Arkansas at home, State on the road, A&M at home. Those are tough games. I got Auburn going 2-4 and four at best in that series. At best. Not sure what LSU is going to be. Looks like Garrett Nussmeyer is going to start at quarterback. It, it feels that way. Miles Brennan is the incumbent there, the, the longtime Mississippi kid down on the bayou, has, has struggled with injury, trying to get some playing time. We'll see if he gets it this year. I, I don't see where Auburn stacks up. I think Auburn could absolutely be last in the SEC West this year. Brian Harson isn't lasting. White Denzel on the Ag Up Equipment text line says Brian Harson is Mike Price 2.0. Mike Price 2.0. Yikes. That's not a comparison you want to be. You don't want to be Mike Price 2.0. See, War Eagle Rich, I got to disagree with you, bud. He's saying every game we lost, the defense was terrible. No Auburn fan thinks Mason was good at Auburn. He never made in-game adjustments. Every loss had a terrible defensive showing. Mm, mm, mm. He, statistically, Derek Mason was not nearly as bad as what you think he was. That's, But th- I get that. I understand how that works. State fans still think Dan Mullen couldn't recruit. We all know that was wrong. It's just the way it is. We know, you know, you get, a, you get a narrative. It's easier to run with, especially when you lose, right? I mean, was Derek Mason perfect? Of course not. Absolutely not. No one's saying that, it, that he was, but he was a top three, top five defensive coordinator in the league at worst. And you let him walk out to Oklahoma State to get a a less highly rated defensive coordinator? Come on. Brian Harson is a dead man walking. He's dead man walking. He will not coach the Iron Bowl. You heard it here first. I, Blake Scott, on the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, is saying, is saying that Brian Harson will not coach the Iron Bowl this year. He will be fired before that game. Be a hot take. It's not a hot take, Dave. It's right. It's right. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. This is the Out of Bounds Show. SEC Insider Hit coming up next. The Out of Bounds Show is powered by Fleetway Market. Fuel up at Fleetway Market this football season. Fleetway Market, 24 locations now and continuing to grow. 
in and around the metro area, whether you're headed to Startville, Oxford, whether you're going to Hattiesburg, the beach, if you're just bebopping around the metro area trying to find a good high school Friday night football game, you got to stop at Fleetway Market. Fuel up at Fleetway Market. Get the Fleetway Market rewards card, and you can get free soft drinks and coffee. You can reap the rewards of Fleetway Market, and you got to go check out the Market Cafe in Gluckstadt. It's my favorite place. It's got southern favorites, ribs, barbecue chicken, macaroni and cheese, beans, all the good stuff. All the good stuff that we all love about a southern fried dinner. All at Fleetway Market and the Market Cafe in Gluckstadt. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Blake Scott filling in for Bow Bounds. If you want to be a part of the show, the Ag Up Equipment text line is 601-885-3776. I got some audio we're going to have to get into from Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban. Jimbo Fisher is waffling on his takes on Nick Saban. And Jimbo? It's really despicable. I don't like that you're going back on your word, all right? You took a hard-line stance. You said that Nick Saban does things the wrong way. You talked about him being a czar. You talked about him considering himself to be God. And now you come back and you say you're brothers with Nick Saban? You're brothers. Y'all just had a disagreement, huh? Just, Just had a little rubbing of the elbows. It's all good now. We're all friends. What? No, stop it. Stop it, Jimbo. Nobody believes your pack of lies. Jimbo Fisher at SEC Media Days yesterday spreading the lies. We won't have any of it. This is the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. The show is powered by Mississippi Smart Homes, mssmarthomes.com, mssmarthomes.com. Get a free consultation from Jake Manning and the crew. It's a local family, local company, mssmarthomes.com. They'll take care of you. Home automation, whether that's security, lighting, your Nest thermostat, whether it's your home theater system, mssmarthomes.com. All right, Nick Saban has uh, just said that Alabama players made over $3 million from name image likeness uh, last year. You know, the coaches that we follow and we love and we get a kick out of because they're so – a lot of them are brilliant and talented. Uh, But they're all, you know, paranoid, a walking contradiction – mega egotistical it's so funny just a couple months ago Saban was calling out Texas A&M now he's saying hey we made over three million dollars in name our players made over three million dollars in name image likeness what in the world is going on uh who knows but that's what Nick Saban said this morning in Atlanta uh at Alabama our players made over three million dollars from name, image, likeness. Whether or not that is true, I don't know. But I think he's saying that. He's talking to recruits and saying, hey, if you come here, we'll take care of you. Uh, out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We welcome in uh, Mike Dettelier, WWL Radio TV New Orleans. Mike joins us on the Corona Premier Guest Line. And uh, this segment is brought to you by Sound and Communications. Soundcomav.com. 
Top quality audio visual for your business or church or sports facility. Mike, have you heard any numbers down in Baton Rouge on how much uh, LSU boosters or alums have uh, have raised in their name, image, likeness fund? Say that one more time, Bo. Have you heard a number that LSU or LSU boosters have raised as far as name, image, likeness money? No, I haven't heard a number. But, okay. you know, listen, is nothing's going to surprise me anymore. Uh, this is what it's become. Uh, and uh, immediately, I guess, after the season was over with, we uh, we had Coach O on uh, with us to talk. And, you know, one of the things he, he brought up was that, you know, recruits today, before they sign, they know what they're going to get. Uh, the money's going to be there, and now it's kind of a situation where where this is going to end. And his biggest fear for college uh, sports was that you know people who are cutting these checks are going to have control over the programs. It won't be just. Uh, the the head coach, it'll be okay because we paid this kind of money. Now, are you going to have influence on how much is he going to play? When when he's going to play? How quickly he plays? And it was funny. I heard Lane Kiffin almost repeat the exact same thing yesterday. And boy, I think we're getting to that point where if you're going to pay this kind of money out and you've got a couple major boosters that are involved, they're going to just not want to pay the player. They're going to want to tell you when to play them. And <laughs> I, I think we've walked down, we're walking down that street now. It's just not going to be about play of what, how much you're going to pay them. It's going to be how quickly they get to play. And this is why I said this a few months ago in your show, and I've said it on our show <laughs> that we do daily. You're going to see more freshmen play this year than ever before because they got to play. They got to play. You promised them you were going to play them. And now you're forced to do it because – Basically, you've written them that check, and that word's going to get to the head coach. Hey, you got to play so and so. This is what we pay in him, so you got to play him, even if he's not ready. <laughs> well, all right, Mike. I I think that's let, let's stay there, right there. Um, now that we have all these handlers and advisors for football, basketball, even travel ball baseball players. Um you're right. So you've got the the NIL stuff, but then you've got the handler and advisor telling the parents and the player if they don't play super duper early, go 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 go, transfer, transfer, transfer. And sometimes it works out and a lot of times it doesn't. I I just think with with NIL money and that pressure there and with ha- more and more handlers and advisors getting involved, 
Uh, more times than not, they're they're a liability, not an asset for for one the player and the family, nor the program. That we're just going to see the transfer number continue to increase because if they're not on the field by game three, the handler or advisors calling mom and dad back at home. Your thoughts? Yeah, no question about it. And um, Archie Manning, he's he's been on our program numerous times, and one of the things you know he's brought up about name, image, likeness is is this teaching our young men and women not to go through any difficult times. In essence, <laughs> you teaching them how to quit. Okay, you you basically telling them, hey, it's okay. You don't play. Uh, I'll get you know. We'll just go somewhere else. We're teaching them how to quit, and we're not teaching them that there is some difficulties involved in sports. And guess what? When you get into the real world, it's much worse. And that was this, the biggest fear for him, is that the the mindset of what we're trying. You know, this isn't what college athletes, when you go to school uh, at that level and get to play at that level, this is what, this isn't what you're supposed to be teaching them. It, it, it is about a team game. It is about maybe sacrificing. And maybe at times you're going through some difficult times. Uh, Pete Jenkins uh, at Louisiana Line Camp, and, uh, you know, he's worked, you know, at University of Alabama and Georgia and Kentucky. And he said last spring that there was a defensive lineman, and he didn't name the school, but I could figure it out, that he was running first team uh, defensively along defensive line. Had a couple of subpar practices. And basically, head coach decides you're not first string anymore. Hey, you, you got to do better. You got to practice better. And he bumped him back into the second team. Once he got told that, Pete said, I'm waiting. We waiting. We waiting. Guy never shows up. He had thrown his name into the transfer portal. Mm. And so he said, You know, I, I don't get it. Okay, we've all been through this before uh, with with athletes. And he said, man, I can tell you guys that I've worked with have been former first-round picks that have been set back at times because maybe you didn't have a good day or two of practice. And it's sort of to light the flame. And you get pushed back. And now what? The guy leaves. He quits. Because he's not a first team uh, starting defensive lineman anymore, just leaves the program because he's upset that the head coach uh, sort of moved him around a little bit. Hmm. And exactly what Archie was bringing up: what what is this? What are we doing from a standpoint of, of teaching uh, our younger men and women that? We all go through maybe bad practices or maybe through difficult times or maybe you distracted uh, by something personally. And 
all of a sudden you decide, you know what, I'm I'm upset with this. I'm taking my ball and I'm leaving. Hmm. I'm going. I'm not fighting through this. And you're right. For some people, the transfer situation works out for them. And it was beneficiary at LSU when you think about Joe Burrow. Sure. He knew he wasn't going to beat out Dwayne Haskins. Uh, the writing was on the wall. And so he decides to leave, comes to LSU, and um, becomes the biggest impact player at LSU since Billy Cannon. I mean, and and that unbelievable 2019 season. We've seen it at Oklahoma. Okay, if it's been Baker Mayfield or Kyle Murray or Jalen Hurts, the impact of what they did at OU to leave a school and make an impact somewhere else. But well, name me some of the other guys, and that's where the transfer portal, if you take a look at it, Bo, they got thousands of football players right now in that portal and no place to go. Mm. Just sort of stuck in purgatory, you know, okay. You you left, you had a scholarship, you left, and now you're looking around. And the other part of it uh, with this is that uh, I think with the ability to leave, if you have a choice of picking up an experienced player uh, who has seen playing time, starting time, maybe he's been a really good player, but just decide to leave, or an 18-year-old that's never played a down, you know, he, he's just coming out of high school. Where's that scholarship going? I'm I'm paid to to win games, right? If I'm a coach, sure. He's going to go and get that portal player. It's going to push. I think once we're going to take a look at this five years down the road, it's going to push a lot of high school players into smaller schools. And that, to a certain extent, helps the smaller brand of school because now you get him. But what happens once he becomes maybe a star player as a sophomore? You're now going to turn the FCS into a junior college program. That two years gone somewhere else. And so... Uh, I've talked to a number of smaller college uh, head coaches, and that's what they're going to be dealing with. That, in essence, we may get a better brand of high school player because of the portal, because coaches are paid to win, and they're going to go that route. And so we may get a guy that may have ended up at an SEC school, but because they've run out of numbers, he ends up at a smaller school. But he plays one year or two years here, and he's he's better than the rest, and then I lose him because he wants to finish his career out at a, a top school, if it's in the Big Ten or if it's in the SEC or ACC, whatever. And so, man, it's a juggling act here that's happening all across college athletics. 
And even more so, I think, in college baseball, where they will feel that impact and has felt it more so than, say, in the football ranks. And just see all the shuffling. Look at Southern Miss. You know, that their top pitcher, uh, you know, this, this is a team that was really, really good last year. And, you know, uh, they, they, they get into it pretty deep, and then they lose their top pitcher to the University of Florida. That that's not gonna, that's not going to be the exception to the rule. That's going to be the norm. That's true. Um, and you're right. I don't know how that looks five five years from now, as as we really start to you know wrap our brain around the numbers and what the transfer portal has done well, and what it hasn't done well, and how it's impacted high school recruits and. Yeah, that'll be interesting, Mike, if, if if guys that would have normally received a Power 5 offer, they may not be the top tier, but they're still good. And they'll, you know, they could still get an offer from, and these are good programs. It may not be LSU, but uh, Oklahoma State, Ole Miss, MSU, South Carolina. Um, programs that, that can be in the top 20, top 15 at times, top 25, uh, and definitely produce NFL players. And, you know, does the transfer portal push more of those guys to G5 because some of those coaches are looking for a more ready-made player and a junior out of the transfer portal? What do you think, Mike? Yeah, there's no question. Okay, if I get the one thing with it in any profession, if you're talented and you have experience, I'm going to take that over somebody who's talented and has no experience mm-hmm. okay that that that's not a real difficult question uh you know give me the guy who has some experience or the young lady who has experience that that is just going to be far for the course uh because you know this building character stuff you know that that got lost long ago it, it, it's about winning it, it, bottom line, it's it's all about winning, and I do think that um, it will help the smaller schools at first because I think you'll have a better uh, kind of, uh, I guess maybe you could pool say, to pick uh, from. yeah, uh, 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 not even a bigger pool, but a much larger pool. Not a little, but a larger, because the transfer numbers are going to steadily increase. It's going to be a much, much larger amount of players that you're going to have to evaluate. The problem is going to be keeping them, because, you know, uh, you wonder what it'll do to a place like North Dakota State, Um, because that's been a powerhouse. And what they've been able to do, and I've talked to two of their former head coaches, uh, especially for linemen, they'll find a six foot five, two hundred twenty pound young man. Okay, he gets redshirted his first year and plays a little bit as a freshman, and by the time he's a sophomore, 
that six foot five guy is now 285, 290 pounds. And he's starting from at left tackle, right tackle, center. That guy's never going to finish at North Dakota State now. He's not going to finish. He's gone. And it's going to be the same thing out of Sam Houston. I think, you know, at some of the SWAC schools, if it's a Grambling or a Southern or Jackson State, the same thing's going to happen there. Okay? that Those final years, they're going to be somewhere else. And so uh, do you think a Carson Wentz would have finished up at North Dakota State? No. In today's world. Wouldn't, no. Wasn't going to happen. Just wasn't going to be the case. And so uh, I do think where you have a bigger group of high school players to pick from because I think they'll use the portal in that manner to fill in immediate needs, your challenge is going to be keeping them. That's going to that's gonna be the thing. I look at University of Louisiana, which is really, uh, when Billy was there, he built up a, a really top-notch program. He got three two-star players along the offensive lines. Within the last three years, he's had three linemen, offensive linemen, picked in the top four rounds. Those days are gone. Mm. That that guy that was at University of Louisiana, he's going to end up at either an LSU or University of Houston or TCU. I mean, I'm just telling you. Uh, but Billy and his crew did a really good job of finding that maybe tall, kind of skinny kid, you know, and maybe he didn't have the weight, and they put it on him. And by the time he was a sophomore, he's playing. Well, as a junior, he's playing somewhere else. Same thing is going to be if it's a quarterback. So it's going to affect. It's it's a domino effect across the board uh, for for everybody. But I think you're going to see it much more felt uh, in the baseball realm first. I think that's where man, it's it's really the wild wild west uh, of of what's happening. And baseball already feels it already because, you know, if you end up being a first or second round pick, most likely today uh, you're going to end up signing in the majors, correct? I mean, because of the money. Sure. So you're going to end up signing with a major league team. Now, once you get past there, then I think you have a better shot to go to an Arkansas or Florida, or Tennessee, or an LSU, or Mississippi State, or Ole Miss, and improve your draft stock. Because now you have an opportunity to maybe be a first-round pick. Uh, you get to play uh, pretty quickly, and there is some name image likeness. But the other part is of you playing against SEC foes in baseball is like playing you know, in Class A baseball, or maybe even equivalent to Double A. So the opponent part of it stays the same. So that's the the good part of it. How the how Major League Baseball handles this too, 
because now you're seeing this superpower emerge in the SEC more and more. What's happened to the teams out in California? So, I, you know, I grew up in an era where those were the dominant teams out west. Right. Can't tell me that the talent pool's dried up. Talent pool's there. But those guys aren't staying in California anymore. They're not going to the Cal State Fullertons or the UCLA's or USC's or, you know, some of the more prominent, the even smaller schools in that area. They move into the South. Man, I want to play against that competition. Right. Because the, the major leagues see me. They see me more, too. It's, it's really, that's where, Bo, I'm telling you, as we talk about football, the impact will be more so in the baseball realm because of what you're seeing with name, image, likeness, ability to move, but also this mega powers that what's happening in the SEC is going to magnet players to it. That um, it's, Man, you're going to be lucky to get in these tournaments today. If you're not playing in the SEC. Now, there will always be the exceptions to the rule. But you're seeing it, and you hear it from the high school kids today. They're not talking about going out west to play ball. They, they want to play in the SEC. And look at the facilities they have. You ever been to Arkansas? You wouldn't oh. think maybe that's where the greatest facilities are. Go take a look at what they have baseball-wise. Just take a peek at it and see. No doubt. Mike Detillier on the Corona Premier Guest Line. Thanks, Mike D. Talk next Appreciate week. Appreciate it, bud. At Mike Detillier on Twitter. The show is brought to you by Sound and Communications. For top quality audio and visual at your sports facility, business, or church, soundcomav.com. Hour number three coming up. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.